0: Fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back.
1: We all know that gridlock in and around the city is time wasting, not to mention very annoying, but it is also costing us big bucks. The Toronto Region Board of Trade has put a price tag on it, $125 a year for the average household, the result of $500 to $650 million a year in higher prices that we are being charged because of the delays. This from a report by Natasha Apollonova, who is the Assistant Vice President Policy at the Toronto Region Board of Trade. And full disclosure, before we go to her, Natasha works for my husband, Doug, at the Board of Trade. Natasha, welcome and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Lydia, for having me.
2: Okay, so how did you arrive at this number? Uh, well we certainly have done a lot of really ca- good calculations this is a high level estimate at this point this is certainly looking at the uh, household um as a as a, essentially the unit of um and uh, i think what is interesting is that um uh we see that on an every day basis uh that uh, trucks uh, are certainly impacting uh how we move uh, throughout the corridor uh, the Toronto Waterloo Corridor, and uh, that is costing all of us money in terms of delays. And certainly, uh, you know, the shippers or the, uh, the companies that are shipping goods through the corridor, they, they certainly are able to, uh, uh, to take advantage of that and uh, put it in higher prices.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, most people, I think, are not aware that this is resulting in more out of their pocketbook?
2: Absolutely. This is a hidden cost. It was a very good opportunity for us to uncover and to better understand how much this is costing households. Um, and uh, don't forget all of the other costs, high electricity prices and, of course, uh, the new minimum wages uh, that have been implemented. So on, a, on a, you know overall basis, this is all uh, costing us uh, quite a bit on uh- a household basis.
1: Are, are you trying in any way to compare the cost of the gridlock with uh, the cost of implementing measures that would ease the gridlock? Absolutely.
2: So what, what we are certainly putting forward in this report is that the opportunity to use uh, existing infrastructure and much more effective use of that. And what I mean by this is essentially uh, exploring feasibility of truck only lanes or the opportunity to use pavement shoulder, for example, so really during the times of peak hour, having the ability to move freight traffic to this uh, potential um, new lane. And uh, that way, alleviating congestion, of course, smart traffic signals is something that we're very encouraged by. But then also, let me also touch quickly on the example of building new infrastructure. And of course, that has to do with public transit and uh, much more effective uh, usage of public transit. Uh, I want
1: to get to this suggestion of opening up the paved shoulders to vehicles during rush hour. Um,
2: Is that dangerous? Uh, this is certainly something that we are looking to explore in a lot more detail. Uh, we we feel that uh, because of other jurisdictions have explored that, particularly in the UK, that is something that could be available to us. Um, we know that uh, uh, certainly uh, there are some sections of the highways that already use that for bus rapid transit, so why not use it for uh, freight traffic as well.
1: Uh, what else can you tell us about the experience in the UK of that?
2: In- in the UK, I, I do have to go back again into my notes, uh, I think just to, to, to kind of give you a sense of uh, the, uh, the overall report is that we're looking at best practices around the world. Uh, we're certainly putting high-level recommendations at this point. Uh, we're laying the ground for future work uh, where we can explore feasibility of a variety of different options is certainly existing infrastructure. And particularly knowing that 401 uh, highway is one of the most congested highways uh, in all of Canada. Is there an opportunity to move uh, traffic from 401 to 407? So this is certainly the uh, focus of our upcoming report. Uh, Truck-only lanes, uh, how feasible is it and and what would it do to the economics of the equation? I think is of huge interest. And of course, let's not forget the uh, the most congested uh, uh, piece of infrastructure at the moment is the airport zone, uh, particularly Toronto-Pearson, and also exploring that from the goods movement uh, perspective is of huge interest uh, to our members and, of course, to the Board of Trade.
1: Um, you, one of the things uh, we, we're running out of time, but one of the things is giving trucks an incentive to uh, to use the 401. Do you think that's something that would be, uh, you know, politically okay if trucks got a break and
2: regular people didn't? I think we can, uh, like I said, I think this is a feasibility of that opportunity. We certainly want to understand uh, the economics of that. What would that do to the existing traffic patterns? How much would it cost? Uh, Who would pay for this? But uh, certainly this is something that could be explored, and uh, we'd really want to understand the feasibility behind it. Um, Okay. Uh, As I said, we're running out
1: of uh, time on this. Uh, What would you like to leave us with?
2: Well, congestion remains number one issue for the Toronto Waterloo Corridor. It is certainly affecting consumers and residents. It is affecting businesses. And what we really are looking for is a strong multimodal regional strategy in order to fix this congestion addresses.
1: Okay, uh, one more thing I just want to touch on before uh, we go, and uh, that's something that uh, the city or the police have taken a lot of flack for in the past, and that's that um, we don't seem to clear accidents quickly enough.
2: That's right. So we certainly are looking to, to work with the city on this. Uh, we're looking to work with the region of Biola. We see a lot of really good examples uh, uh, with um, with Halton Region, for example, and collaboration of Halton Region with OPS, so it is being done. I think it's being done, um, maybe more on a pilot basis, but uh, certainly looking at a regional coordinated approach to this, I think is one of the solutions that we're advocating for. Okay,
1: Natasha Apolonova, Vice President Policy, sorry, Assistant Vice President of Policy at the Toronto Region Board of Trade. Thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure, Libby. Okay, bye bye. Take care. Okay, that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today, and we now break for traffic and news.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.